Player Profiler and our podcast network is super resource intensive, and we rely on premium subscriptions to the website playerprofiler.com to keep the engine running. Go there, sign up for our player rankings, Dynasty Deluxe, DFS package, or go all in. Those that subscribe are everything to us. The Dominator is live, and it's draft night. Draft draft night. It, this is a very, very exciting. I'm fired up. I am too. Got my beer. It's draft night. That's it's like religion for me, right? I go and grab a beer. I grab my snacks. Got my cheat sheet. I got the player profiler FFPC rankings exclusive this year to our site that we're doing. We're rocking and rolling. We're using the rankings right now live inside the Dominator drafting at FFPC. Gotta love it. Our rankings have tight end premium specific to the FFPC. We have that format. We have best ball format. We have seasonal format. We have dynasty. We have rookie. We have offensive line. We have cornerbacks. Every few months, we roll out a new rankings format. So I challenge anyone to have more types of rankings than we do, especially at this time of year. Right, beginning of uh, the spring, we had them up in we had them up in like the first week of March. It was yeah, first week of March. We had most of these up. It was exciting. I mean, it, there was a time when we didn't roll some of these rankings out until like June. So the, you're here, and Dario, you guys are just like, hey, we need to be more aggressive with our timeline, getting this stuff out because you you just you guys just love doing it. That's what I love about it. It's like you guys just love doing it. You you want to sit down. Like Ariel's like, when can we get together and talk about this? When can we get together and talk about that? Because we're doing a win now rebuild mode for our dynasty rankings. Dario just wants to talk about that. He's like, when do we do it? This is I can't wait to get the you know, this mode rolled out for the dynasty rankings. So I'm excited. And now we're live drafting with our partners, the FFPC. We filled up a best ball draft of listeners. Oh, we're on the clock. Hold up, hold up. We're we're on the clock. Bill, we have show the Chris- draft room. So I, I just shared the link to the draft room inside the chat so they can see our pretty faces the whole time. But we have on the clock right now, first quarterback off the board was Jalen Hurts. Uh, we are in the sixth hole. We have CeeDee Lamb and Amon Ross St. Brown fell to us all the way in the second middle of the second round. I'm leaning Chris Olave right now. I don't necessarily think we need to go Josh Allen or Mahomes here. But there's also Ramondre Stevenson and Travis Etienne. I'm leaning Olave right now, but Stevenson is also in consideration. Which way do you want to go? We, we have a, we have Olave available at the three oh six. Yeah, I pretty much have to change my shorts right now. I'm like, I'm I mean, that's that's it. insane. Okay, that's well, not I supposed it. to be possible. I I appreciate the Bond King and the pick before us letting us have Olave. So we're we're starting robust receiver. Yeah, we're going we're going zero zero running back right now. So far is is the mold. Well, I prefer robust receiver. <laughs> okay. You're right. I, I put it to, to, to the the positive side of the ledger, right? Not the <laughs> negative side of the ledger. I want the positive side. I want to emphasize the positive. The glass is half full and it's totally full right now of receivers. We went lamb to kick it off. Lamb could be the wide receiver one this year. I mean, this is just perfect, right? We love Brandon Cooks going to Dallas. He's not going to command 150 targets. Right. We, he's had years where he wasn't the best receiver on the field, like that year in Los, in Los Angeles. 
that was a career low year for him in terms of fantasy production and yardage and overall statistics, but the team thrived, right? So that's what you want. Brandon Cooks in his late 20s, going to Dallas, stretching the field, just making yet more room for CeeDee Lamb, and CeeDee Lamb's no longer having to compete with Dalton Schultz for intermediate targets. So everything is lining up. Like this is he's going into his third year. Everything's just oh, everything's just just clicking, click, 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 click. It just perfectly into place for CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, I love Lamb this year. This was actually one of our debates on Dario and I. We launched Man vs. Machine this week. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch that, please, on YouTube. There's also in the community section on YouTube, there is a poll to vote who won the debate. Was it the man, yours truly, or was it the machine, Dario? Uh, but Lamb versus Devontae Adams. Whoa, have you checked the results? Yeah, I'm smashing him right now. You're yeah. smashing Dario? Poor Dario, man. I got to call him. And, and he tried to he tried to stop the count live on on, on air because it was three to two on air. Um, and so I, I posted the poll inside the community section on YouTube. There's If you go to the video, uh, it's inside the playlist, Man vs. Machine, over the Player Profiler YouTube channel. There's right below the show description is a link to the community post. It was I checked earlier. It was 65, 35, 65 percent. There was like almost 40 votes in there. The man won episode one. So Dario and I have also we'll talk about this in a minute, but we both have Drake London selected as my guys. I'm going to propose to Dario best out of three. Whoever wins man versus machine gets to keep Drake London as their guy. There's too many my guys right now. We rolled out this my guy feature and we have so many writers and everyone's enthusiastic about this. It's a, it's a great thing, right? It's a great problem yeah. to have, but I think we need to limit my guys to three. Yeah, I, I think we I do. Think. I think five is too many. Everybody, everybody has a, my guy, every guy is tied to some analyst. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's like the top 100 is my guys. <laughs> it's like, what is this? Anand's my guy is like <laughs> Jackson Smith and Jigba and Jamar chase. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right, it's, my guys are like Ashton Doolin and Kenneth Gainwell. You get to scroll way down to find my face. Everyone else is hogging all the top guys. I'm like, first of all, not allowed to have a top ten. My guy, and then we're <laughs> gonna go down to three. I'm implementing a whole bunch of new rules. Right, our analysts are already gaming the system with these my guys. I love it though. We all have our bios up. You can go to the bottom player profile, click on the staff profiles. You can see everybody's bio their article history, their, their highlight video, their five favorite players, or their my guys. Like one of my guys is like, we all know Ashton Doolin. So we, we started. Who? C.D. Lamb. Yeah, right. You'll, you'll find out this year, dude. Don't worry. Don't worry. No more Paris Campbell. Ashton who? No more Alec Pierce. They brought back, extended Ashton Doolin. He was a, a dominant college producer at a small school, athletic. And he just makes plays whenever he's called upon in preseason training camp. And then once in a while, when he finally gets snaps at the NFL level, he's also made plays at the NFL level. I, I hate to break your heart, but they, they brought in Isaiah McKenzie. So, I oh, think- well, that's just that's heartbreaking. Yes. <laughs> right. My oh, heart we're on broken. Clock. We're on the clock. We're um, on the clock. Okay. We can't go wide receiver again. Are we going to go quarterback? Are we, we going to just, are we, we just going to, I like Lamar here. Yeah. We're going to stack. Uh, what about Lamar? Yeah, so we could go Lamar, or we could actually take another receiver here and get Dak on the way back, because even later, Dak goes later. Um, and, we're, and we're just leaning into zero running back, right? And we could lean into zero running back. So we could go Drake London, one of my guys here, or we could take... Well, one Lamar of my Cooper. guys is DJ Moore. 
uh, even in Chicago, I, he moved way down my rankings. He moved to wide receiver 30 in my rankings after the move. Chris Godwin also. I'm fine with God, Godwin. Uh, did I miss Godwin? I mean, Godwin's here. I love Godwin. If you see, yeah, take, let's take Godwin. I, I, I'm fine with Godwin. I'm surprised Godwin, is, his ADP is 59. Um, I don't feel like this is a reach at all. I know that there's yeah. all this quarterback uncertainty, but all right, Chris Godwin. Godwin. I'm fine with Godwin here. I, Godwin there. So Mari's been dropping a little bit after, you know, the, the, the trade is Elijah Moore. He hasn't dropped significantly, but his ADP is moving. Um, yeah, I'm fine taking Godwin a little earlier there. I like London there as well. All of them in that same tier for me. The other person I was considering was Lamar Jackson. We could have taken just kind of an elite rushing quarterback, but I am a little, start, I'm starting to be a little concerned with holdout. You know, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it is a possibility. And in best ball, we don't want to see that. What about tight end? What about Darren Waller next? I do like Waller. I like Waller a lot now that he's a lot. Yeah, that was another debate. Okay, that was another debate on man versus machine. Darren Waller or Evan Ingram? Darren Waller. Thank you. Thank you, Dario. Take notes, Dario. Why is Dario? Dario's into what? He said Evan Ingram. He said if you put a mic in his face on the street nine out of ten times, he's taking Evan Ingram over Waller. I told him you have to understand, man. It's it's the target share that's going to be available inside this Giants offense. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, the with, with Ridley being added to that offense. I mean, how could you? Yeah, it was Ridley, and I hate to say the cliche mouse to feed, but it's true, right? You have Ridley, you have Ridley, you still have uh, Christian Kirk, you have Travis Etienne, who's a Zay past- Jones, Zay I mean, Jones, what? Evan Ingram. I mean. He could be the third, fourth, fifth target on a week-to-week basis. It could be a rotation. Wait, has Evan Ingram ever had a season like Darren Waller did a couple seasons ago? Darren, his like a top season. three, a top three tight end season, like a dominant I mean, season. Last year was pretty dominant. I think he had a great. I don't know if it was top three. Off no, no, no. His rookie year wasn't Evan Ingram's rookie year by far and away his best season. Yeah, it was number four in points per game. He had 115 targets, 64 receptions. Yeah, that, that, that wasn't that wasn't a Darren Waller level ceiling outcome. No. And it was touchdown dependent. It's six touchdowns that year. But he finished fourth, seventh, seventh, and then 18th, 23rd, and he finished seventh again last year. Okay. Tight end seven is not giving you any leverage. No. And then inside the FFPC rankings that we have over at Player Profiler, um, that I did with Dario, Waller right now is tight end seven. Evan Ingram is tight in eight. I actually do have Fryer move ahead of Waller is moving too. his ADP is on the move. It is on the move. Here's here's an interesting one for you, because I have these pretty close in my rankings right now. Darren Waller or Pat Fryer move. I would take. Well, first of all, I take Fryer move over Evan Ingram. <laughs> Me too. I would. Say. Sorry, Dario. Absolutely. Not sorry. But there we go, no, Dario. I think he oh. just—I think he just voted for the the man. Is what that sounds like. Wait, but you know, as much as I like Paris Campbell, didn't he sign for like a million and a half dollars? I don't have the contract. Isn't there like no money allocated to any receiver other than Darren Waller in New York right now? Darren Waller, and Isaiah Hodgins, Barkley. No, but there's no money allocated to these guys. But not a lot, correct? Yeah, there's no money. They re-signed Sterling Shepard. They got Slayton back. Yeah. Back-to-back career-ending injuries. Well, there's just, you know, you have like a stretch Z gadget guy in Paris Campbell, right? Just He can only yep. do like jet sweeps and vertical routes. And you've got 
proper slot receivers you know, that, that may never play again. I mean, Sterling Shepard, I mean, his whole lower body is just completely broken in half. Yeah. What are we talking about? Have you seen his like view of the injuries on side of the site? If you scroll down to the injury section. Yeah. You, you click on the like injury a, section. It's, it's, it's like a Christmas tree. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would say comical, but I respect these guys. They're putting their, especially with, anytime you have concussions, they're really putting their their health at risk for our entertainment. So it's not funny, but you look at those injuries and it's like, it's funny to think about drafting that guy in fantasy because we found with our, our research for the injury finder that previous injuries do increase the likelihood of future injuries. And it's true. If you keep tearing your Achilles and you keep straining your quad and you keep ripping your hamstring apart, it doesn't heal back to the same level of strength. There's scar tissue in there. And so basically Sterling Shepard is running on scar tissue. That's what his legs have become. Can we, did we get sniped? We did get, we, I, we got double sniped. I had Waller and Mike Williams in the queue. That's what we get for talking about it. All right. Oh, so your, your no. guy is in there. We can go DJ Moore. Um, Wait, that, would, that would be like five receivers in a row. It would be five receivers in a row. There's Aaron Jones who I'd probably lean right now because we do need a running back. I just back think hit. we got to get a running back. Aaron Jones or Dalvin Cook? Um, yeah, Dalvin has me a little concerned this year. I think Aaron Jones, I have him ranked ahead of Dalvin Cook. It's only about three spots. Looking at the rankings right now on the site, if you go to running backs, I have um, Aaron Jones at 13. I have Dalvin Cook at 16. Aaron Jones is more explosive talent, technically a little bit more versatile even. They're probably and going to be the of... focal point of that offense. Go ahead and grab Aaron Jones. Okay, I like it too. Let's grab Aaron Jones. And then we, we can't forget about quarterback. We can't forget, forget about Dak. When are we going to get Dak? Um, we'll see on the way back what happens. I mean, someone might take him on the way back, but the, the, the beauty about the right side is four out of those, what, six players? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, four to the six already have a quarterback. So, um, there's now five of the six have a quarterback. Yeah, so, this is best ball. So we're not worried about like, oh, one quarterback, we can push it. No, we got to get at least two quarterbacks. So we, we got to get one. Yeah, so I, I definitely agree. We definitely, if possible, take Dak on the way back. Um, sometimes in best ball, people double dip early. So we will hope for the best. Um, but we do have outs if someone does take them. Like we have, um, like we can stack with, Goff with Amon Ross St. Brown. We could we could you know do a later stack with uh, Derek Carr and Olave. We could take uh, a Jordan Love slash combo with 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 Aaron Jones. Although the what? Aaron Rodgers news is not official still, still not official. That so is interesting, see. isn't it? Interesting, it's not official yet. They want too much apparently, and even the Jets won't overpay. Apparently, if that means you know they're asking way too much, the Jets. So Kirk went ahead. I mean. Ridley went ahead of Kirk just now. I have it backwards in my rankings. What do you think about that? I, I, Dave Richards was higher on Ridley than on Kirk, but Ridley hasn't played football in a year and a he half. He hasn't played football. He's, he's Kirk was great last year, and Kirk, you, you saw how much receivers were commanding in free agency this year. Nothing. Right? Kirk got a monster contract, and then he delivered in a monster way, and he's in his super prime, and now he has rapport with Lawrence. Mm-hmm. You're really you're really taking what's in the box instead of taking the money in your pocket. If you don't go Kirk. 
Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of question marks with with Ridley. Um, you know, you Ridley, think he's got 133 targets. You're going to look at Kirk and go, yeah, I'll take what's in the box. The 133 targets was 1,100 yards, eight TDs, because he's also great after the catch. Kirk is great after the catch, and he commands air yards. So his air yard share was 28.4. Not exceptional, but you know, for, that's top 32, right? There's 32 primary receivers, number one receivers across 32 teams. So he's at least in that echelon. And then he was top 15 in yards after the catch. I have Kirk right now projected for a 22 and a half percent target share, 133.7 targets. Ridley, I have a 20 and a half percent target share, 121.8 targets. We and just talked about really yes, missing the, 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 and the floor could completely fall out of the, the, Ridley's projection. Ridley's 28. He's he's in, in climbing. He's 28.2 right now. There's it's a lot to be any said for football shape. Exactly. Being in football shape. It's it's been a it's been a long time, man. It's been and he's been away from football. It's not just the games, it's all the practices. It's being in the gym with these guys. It's getting your body back. I don't know. Maybe he can. Maybe he can get his body all the way back. Build the rapport microwave the rapport why would you bet on that when you have the burden hand in christian kirk yeah i I'm, I'm i'm not too sure it's i think that i still think christian kirk's the number one there i think ridley is gonna be a great number two and is we're gonna see something similar to the early atlanta falcon days when it was julio and him as the number two and i'm not saying that that christian kirk is julio jones but i'm just saying that we're gonna see that one and two chemistry between the two of them Dak prescott made it back I'm going to go ahead and select Dak Prescott here. And then I want to show all of the listeners. Yeah, let's show the board. No, I don't want to show the board first. I want to show what Epson did for you inside your house. Like they came and they installed that huge projector TV. It's amazing. And so I definitely want to show them that. So stay tuned, everybody. We're going to show you real quick what Epson did for Matt. Hey, it's the Podfather, and you know, I have a new way to watch sports on my Epson Epic Vision Ultra LS800 laser projector, which includes their 120-inch silver flex screen. Courtesy of my friends at Epson, who set me up with the projector and the screen for free. If you're looking for a new 75-inch or 85-inch TV, you have no idea what you could have. This is 120 inches. This is a mega screen. It's like having four 60-inch TVs mounted on your wall. It's twice as big as an 85-inch screen. It's twice as big as an 85-inch flat screen, which are very expensive, by the way. My wife looked it up. and She's like, oh, wow, this is a really good deal. It is. It's a new type of television experience because Epson has this amazing three LCD laser projection technology to produce an immersive, super bright 4K Pro UHD picture. Don't take my word for it. Go to Best Buy and demo it. It's truly epic and epic, epic vision. Now, I haven't even used it yet for gaming. Oh, my God. PlayStation. Oh, my God. Go to Epson.com slash Podfather to learn more. Epson.com. Learn more about the Epic Vision Ultra LS800 laser projector. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That thing is freaking sweet. You play the ad- let's play the outro. Oh man, I, I missed the outro button. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> I like the outro button. Let's do it again. <laughs> we have all these bumper sound, all these new sound effects surrounding the ads we do. I got so excited about the TV, I forgot to click the button. It's okay. I thought you, I didn't know, because I hit the TV ad, you hit the drums. <laughs> I didn't know if it was, was it my responsibility to do the sword? I didn't know. <laughs> it's two swords we're dueling. It's yeah. the Dominator. We have, we got, we got Dak. I put up, put the board up, buddy. Put the okay. board up. Let's, let's go ahead and get this I want to see up. this board. I want to see where we're at. Share the screen. Everyone has, so, because this is going to be pretty tiny. All right. So everybody has the link inside the chat. So feel free to go ahead and, and take a look at, at, at that. But let's go ahead. Let's just do this. Boom. And let's get rid of the overlay so people can actually see this thing. All there right. Oh, that's there not we bad. Go. That's not bad. It's nice and zoomed in. Yeah, I can zoom in you even more. You can see actually. your folders up there, though. Real estate. <laughs> you got to hide your folders when you're screen sharing. That's yeah. STR short. Uh, that's a short term rental maps. That's for real estate. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look at this. Okay, here we go. We've got uh, CD Lamb, Amon Ra. Oh, I forgot we got Amon Ra, man. Man, yeah. that, we were just we were sh- we sh- like getting everything together to start the show, and we drafted Amon Ra, and then we have Alave. Oh my God, look at this. this team's coming together. I'm very happy. Robust yeah. wide receiver. That's right. Power positive thinking here. Dear Aaron Jones, a, a perennial first round pick in fantasy. And top 10 running back in fantasy. RB17 off the board in this draft. And we got him late, dude. Just because, oh, what's going to happen? That's where he's been going. I think, I think either way, once there's more clarity, he's going to clear. He's only going to go up. Like, I don't see a scenario in which his ADP drops much more than around five, five and a half slash six turn. Like, it just, I don't see any, in any other way, honestly. Who do you have ranked higher, Dobbins or Aaron Jones? I have, uh, Aaron Jones slightly higher than 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 Dobbins. I, think like I would think so, right? Yeah, Aaron Jones is the one catching the passes. It's a PPR league. Dobbins this is nineteen. Is PPR league. You have Aaron Jones ahead of Dobbins, ahead of Pierce, right? I have him ahead of Najee right now too. And, yeah, and the conversation is like Swift or or Jones. That's the conversation, right? Yep. And Najee went like an entire round and a half earlier. Montgomery would have been nice there too. On the way back, yeah, not a, not at not at RB seventeen. I like no, no, no not 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 up where we took Aaron Jones, but like in round six, or if we we could if we could have got him in the yeah. seventh round, he, he we just got sniped on him. All right, we are Do on we, deck. Are, are we going tight end here? Or are we going back to running back? What are we I doing? like. Yeah, I don't want to say exactly what I want to do right now because Bond King's going to snipe us. He's listening to everything we're saying. But there is a running back on the board I like. There's a um, receiver on the board I like. Mm-hmm. Um, we can go a couple different ways here, but let's wait for Bond King to pick. He's listening to the show, probably. He's trying to snipe us. He's already he already sniped us. He already sniped us on 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 one name. I want I want to give it a minute, thirty seconds. But uh, I have a running back I like. 
Throw him in the queue. Yeah, I have, a, I have a I have a receiver I like too. Oh my god, yeah. there's a receiver I really like. Yeah, there's. I just threw. I just threw both a receiver, a tight end, and a running back. Uh, he took the tight end. Of course, he did. Okay. Did he take Firemuth? Um, he did take Firemuth. Oh. Um, that's fine. The, the, there's there's some later options still. Uh, I like Deontay Johnson here. You said a running back. Which running back do you like? I like Rashad White. I like Rashad White too. He's Rashad, White is, Rashad White has just got all green lights blaring. There's no touch competition so far. Yeah, they're probably not finding anybody. I don't think they they will bring anyone that, that's going to be a legitimate threat to him. Although Deontay Johnson in the seventh round is so good. Yeah, I that's that's where I'm leaning. I'm leaning I Deontay think we Johnson. Gotta, you can't do this. You can't let the guy that was number two in targets in the NFL two years ago and had the most unlucky season with no touchdowns last year make it past you in the middle of the seventh round. Hit Deontay Johnson, baby. Yeah, I did. I did. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was thinking about just doing it regardless of what our conversation was going to go. <laughs> oh, what if Pickens was there? Deontay Johnson. Thank you. Thank it's you. not even close for me. You you and Dario weren't debating that, were you? Deont- no. Dario strikes me as a Deontay Johnson guy. No, I love Deontay Johnson. I, I, I've been talking about him you know, this offseason, saying if he just had like a measly four touchdowns last year, he's probably going inside the top 20 again to wide receiver position. But because he had such horrible variants and he had zero touchdowns last year, he's dropping down draft boards. But wide receiver 37 after George Pickens? Come on. Come on. That's the... That's just disrespectful. I can't believe that because of where DeAndre Swift and Aaron Jones are going, and fuck it, you could even say David Montgomery, that mm-hmm. you can go hero RB by drafting a running back in the fifth or sixth round. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's Aaron Jones has been a hero for hero RB drafters for years. And mm-hmm. there's nobody left in green bay it's aaron jones catching passes and christian watson yeah back to deontay johnson though so i understand the offense is isn't you know great and and we have incompetencies at the quarterback position but still they had a lot of pass attempts last year you know and i expect that to continue here in 2023 i do expect them to become more efficient um Inside the projections, like I'm, I'm going to pull up the projections right now. I'm going to go over to AFC North, um, and let's take a look at what I have for the pass catchers. So Deontay Johnson at 24% target share, 144 targets. George Pickens, 19.5% target share at, a, at 116 targets. Um, and then touchdowns, I have them both pretty close, 5.2 versus 4.8. But I have Deontay Johnson ahead of George Pickens in the rankings. at player profiler right now. Oh, Kadarius, Tony. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Kadarius Tony? Oh, man. The pure projection on a top offense with a bad player. That is That has been the sucker move of all of fantasy football year over year, perpetually. Take the bad receiver in the great offense who's getting uh, a target increase or projected target volume spike or stepping into a target vacuum, however you want to think about it. That is the recipe to overdraft a receiver right there. That's I think that's even like above the ceiling for Tony because you know he's going to play like three games, right? He's <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it's the other problem. 
He's he's got a knucklehead factor. I mean, there's so many things. He's already been traded by a team that had no receivers and was like, we don't have anybody, but we don't want him. It's crazy. It's just wild. Like the stats, the prospect profile was underwhelming. He was underwhelming at the senior bowl. Like you can go every step of the, all the way back. He didn't even play receiver for most of his college career. It's not happening, guys. Come on. He plays patient now and plays doctor with the team. He just sits down and gets tended to every game. What is the deal with Joe Mixon? It's a lot of uncertainty. They're saying that he might be a cut candidate. <laughs> Dude, Avalanche. Look at Avalanche. <laughs> look at the green. It's Christmas board there. That's six running backs. It's six running All backs right. in eight He's rounds. Just, well, this is a money league. It's 125 bucks. We we did real money league here to take it seriously, and yet we have someone not taking it seriously. Oh my God, Zach! That early, wow! Holy crap! Charbonnet goes. Yeah. Wait, Charbonnet before Rashad White. So we've talked about Rashad White. We might get him anyway. Don't 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 jinx it, Matt. Don't do it. Ah, uh, you know, people want to play that game with us, and they want to try to snipe us. That's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Although the. The, the next two people in the queue before us, they only have two running backs apiece. I believe there's just us and team two and team three and team nine that only have one running back. Yep. So we have currently the weakest running back room on the board. Yeah. Because the That's team debatable. No, I think, I think number two has the weakest, weakest. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. You're right. You're right. I, I looked, I saw Kenneth Walker and I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't see David Montgomery yet. So team two, we're team two is as a good team. All right. We're up next. We're real quick. Kenneth Walker in the second or Aaron Jones in the fifth. I like Aaron Jones in the fifth. Me too. I have him pretty close in the rankings. Kenneth Walker. Hey, oh, he made it back. Round. We got him. him back. We got him, baby. We it got worked. him. <laughs> Oh, that's big. Risk that's it for the biscuit. Bell cow? We got an all-purpose bell cow in the eighth round? Let's go. Oh, oh my God. That's amazing. This guy's wired the right way. He's a dog. Oh, my God. This is brilliant. He's, he's super skilled, size, athletic, dog mentality. Love it. I mean, their, their offensive line is going to be healthier. Yeah, their offensive line's not terrible. It was just ravaged by injuries last year. It was. All right, threw a few more names in the queue. We have to start looking at uh, those positions in there. Both of those positions. Um, we also have to consider uh, another quarterback sometime in the near future. We don't need to reach for one because we have one to hang our hat on, and we can you know get two or three of them in the draft and still be able to have output we have Dak as our number one we can get someone late in the draft as well we have stack with chris god we can stack with Olave late so there's a lot of options at quarterback for us still based upon our build right now we have are you panicking five, at tight end yet uh no i'm not panicking i am you know me i'm comfortable pushing tight end and quarterback right um every year i i i can i can usually find value at the tight end position i'm pretty comfortable at the tight end position right now it is march though and every year I convince myself of this. And then every year comes August. I ask myself, why did I have 20 ranked? So like 
so comfortably, right? And we get we get down to like 12 or 13 that we're comfortable with. So I I don't think that we're gonna see a super deep year at tight end, but I am comfortable with the position again this year to to push it. Don't get me okay. wrong. I like I mean, to take was, a top that tier was a, one. That was a wacky answer you just gave. It was a wacky answer, but it's, <laughs> it's real. It's like, of course, I want to lock in a Kelsey and Andrews and a Hawkinson, but if I don't get those guys and I don't get a Darren Waller next or a, or you know a Pat Fryermuth in the seventh, then I'm fine pushing the position is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, at this point, though, in best ball, we also know, like we're acknowledging, we don't have a tight end yet. It's eight rounds in. We're going to we're gonna have to draft three anyway. We might have to go four, honestly. We're going to have to go four. So, you know, this is this is a tight end premium league. So we just might have to mix and match and go four because the, the nice thing about the FFPC is that it's a little deeper. Mm-hmm. So we could we could actually get another quarterback, which would set us up to just stick with two quarterbacks yep. and then go four tight ends. Yep, I like that as well. That yeah. would make sense given how how deep these rosters are. How many teams, how many players do these teams draft? It's it's 20 rounds. 20. Yeah. Okay. 20 rounds. Uh, but there are some some really good sleeper tight ends. And I don't want to go through the entire list, but there's upside to be had with Kate Otten. There's upside to be had with Jelani Woods. There's upside to be had with Isaiah Likely. You know, there's these aren't necessarily people that you want to rely on week to week, but if you're drafting four of them the chances of you hitting on one of these are going to increase. And then, you know, if injury happens to someone like Mark Andrews, Isaiah likely is a freak athlete going to step into that role and immediately become a, a massive contributor to a team like this. So uh, we are trying to win a, a prize up top, right? $25,000 up top is the top prize. And so you want to, you want to create a unique roster, but you also want to create something where you're going to hit lightning in a bottle as well to finish number one. So that may take an injury in order for that to happen. We might just have one of the most incredible wide receiver rooms because our favorite player, top of our queue, is currently available. Yeah. He is falling in this draft. He is officially a massive value. Well, did you see the news on it? That's why they said that they're, 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 they were still moving through progressions of that injury still. I, that's not reassuring. In, in, in my so Rashad Bateman is not 100% healthy yet? Correct. Yeah. What? It's a, little, it's a little alarming. Oh, no. That yeah. news broke? Yeah, I think it, I don't remember the exact day. My days are kind of blurred working overnight oh, the past couple days. Oh, no. But, but there is, there, I, I remember reading a, a blurb on him uh, about the injury, and he's progressing, don't get me wrong, but progressing isn't, hey, he's ready to rock and roll, right? Like, we, I would expect him to be at this point after the injury, or at least near that point, right? And he's... <sighs> There you go, Bateman. He took him anyway. So l- let's go Chigo here. I love Chigo. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Just because I've got Theo in my ear, okay? And he's telling me Tyler Algier's available. If Tyler Algier can somehow make it through this draft without a Kendra Miller landing in Atlanta, getting him here would be an incredible value. We are still in need of running back. But yeah. I think Chig is a great value here in, in tight end premium. He really shouldn't make it to the ninth round. Neither should Dulcich for that matter. Yeah, honestly, both of them should go in the eighth round, in my opinion. I I'd lean Chigo here. Algier, I I think will be his values and be crushed by the draft. He's a fifth round draft pick. They have no draft capital tied to him. Push the button on Chig. Let's do it. 
I like him. Dulcich and we, Chig. We, we, we potentially have our stud tight end. Didn't you have J.J. Zacharyson on the First Class Fantasy Show? And wasn't he talking about how Chig checks a lot of boxes for breakout yeah. tight ends? Yeah, there was only, I think he listed off like three tight end names in history to achieve what Chig did. And and uh, I think the other name was like George Kittle, of course, like four times. But yeah, Chig. Tar, you know, yards after the catch per target, yards per route run, target rate, targets per route run. He's, he's just, Chig's the man. This team is fucking sexy, dude. Dude, he Ch- Chick is athletic too. Jesus, that's why he comps to Kittle because he's a he's a size speed specimen as well. Look at how I this really, team is coming together. That's what I just said. It's sexy, dude. Wait, like, we can't show our faces on the screen. I think we can do this. There you go. All right. It's just yeah. It's just a little yeah. We we can do something in the bag. Can you can you, can you can you scroll to the side so people can see the whole board? Um, or, or no. minimum, or maybe, maybe reduce the size a little bit because only then the names get small. Only the we well, can do that. Let's, off, let's do that. Yeah, here we go. Perfect. That's a little better. It's cutting off uh, the first team, but now it's yeah. looking great. We can zoom in too. And we can get the names a little bigger. Mm. That's too big. Mm. That's what she said. This is our first. <laughs> This is our first mock draft of the season. We're, we're adjusting, especially for all the people listening to the podcast. We're adjusting the size of the screen share for YouTube. But we we will, we will as we go, we will tell you what's happening. We'll dial it in. Just to summarize, our team from the sixth six hole, hole CeeDee Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, Chris Olave, Chris Godwin. So we started 4X wide receiver. Then Aaron Jones with our hero RB, Dak Prescott, our stack slash just, you know, NFL MVP Dak Prescott in 2023. Deontay Johnson, the best value wide receiver. Rashad White, the best value running back. And Chig Akonkwu, the best breakout tight end target in the later rounds, especially in tight end premium, but in any format, really. Hey, Greg Dulcich is there too, but Greg Dulcich still has Albert Kuigbunum as a new coaching staff. And if I, I'm a coaching staff, I want to give Alberto every opportunity to win that job, given his he's 260 with a 100th percentile speed score, and all he does is make plays when he's on the field. I know Dulcich looked great. As a rookie, that's hard to do. Congratulations. He certainly has like a Pat, you know, Pat Fryermuth in his range of outcomes for sure. But if I were drafting a tight end, I that I think I, I think I'd go Chig over over Dulcich. What about you? I have Dulcich one spot higher in my rankings. Mm-hmm. I, I like the I, I like the amount of volume that we're gonna see inside Denver over what we're going to see inside Tennessee. Tennessee just doesn't throw the ball enough. If Tennessee were to increase their pass volume attempts, I would 100% take Chig over Dulcich. But I think we're going to see a lot more efficiency out of the Denver offense with Peyton there. They have Lombardi there now, and Lombardi likes to throw a lot of those underneath routes. So I think that's going to benefit Greg Dulcich. And you look at now with the Hamler injury, now they're down another you know target. Um, 
or another another person that's going to take targets away. So I think Dulcich is 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 going to be climbing up boards here shortly. Chig has more upside regardless. It's just him and Burks. I do like Chig. And 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 it's what Tannehill. They're back with they're running it back with Tannehill, right? Yep. Uh, and then the, the what's his name from last year? The rookie. Malik Willis? Yeah, he's a running back in my opinion. But I know, but that's all they have? That's it. Have they not signed anyone at all? No, that's it. That's it in the quarterback room. What? Yeah, that's that's it. They didn't make any moves. No. I I don't count like I haven't looked at all the hold up. We're, I mean, we're on the I'm clock. shocked by that. I mean, AJ, I, I on the clock, AJ Dillon made it back. Kenneth Gainwell's there. Um, I probably lean Dylan, even though we already have Jones. We can guarantee ourselves the touchdown in the red zone if they go either way. Um, I usually don't like stack cuffing like that, but oh yeah, we're we're sort of betting against ourselves there. What about Kenneth Gainwell? That's gonna say Gainwell's the other one I have in the queue, so I'm fine Gainwell as well. Gainwell is one of my guys. I say we go Gainwell, or we 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 can still we can wait and get like a Roshan Johnson or one of these rookie running backs, or, Tajay Spears. We can get those guys later. There's still some more running backs in there. We could go another quarterback and take Russell Wilson. I know we don't have a stack or anything, but it would at least another quarterback. We could be done it too. Fifteen seconds. I think Russell Wilson's the last quarterback that's going to allow us to to feel like we we can be confident sticking with two quarterbacks. I think so too. Let's. Do I it. think you got to go Russ. All right, let's do it. I like Russell here. I know we don't have a stack, but it makes sense for the team. Plus, we get to snipe team three, which I just feel good. Well, about. we could all no, we can stack though. No, oh, we, we can, right. Billy. We can stack. You're right. We can. Yes. We can. We can always draft Tim Patrick. Yeah, we could always go Albert. Albert OK late too. Oh my God! One of our four could be Albert O. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. There's yes! a lot of different ways we could do this. Oh God, yes. <laughs> oh, that's got to be it. Oh, Quinton Johnston. That's a great pick. <laughs> Isn't Quinton Johnston here a great pick? Because if if he is at all polished, you, you <laughs> have to love that. Pick. If at all. <laughs> if he is at all polished, I I don't know for sure what's going to happen to him. Right. I mean. Rashad Perriman, Kevin White were both drafted in the first round in the same draft. And I was like, well, one of them's got to end up figuring out how to run routes. No, no, not possible. All right, let's see where we're standing. We, we have one, two, three, four, five receivers. Lamb, St. Brown, Olave, Godwin, Deontay Johnson for all the audio listeners. Running backs, we have two. We have Aaron Jones and Rashad White. Quarterback, we're done. We have two. We have Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. We have one tight end. We're going to need to address this position pretty heavily in the near future. Um, we're going to need to start looking at running back more, looking at tight end more, and then we'll finish off the draft with, with some more yellow stickers towards the end. I think we can pretty much write it down that we're going running back in the next round. Yeah. Got a hair. There we go. Um, I have running back or there's there's a there's Kenneth a tight Gainwell end. is still available. Yeah, I don't think he'll make it back, but Gainwell's still there. We have there's a couple other running backs that I still like in this area as well. This you is who likes you know who likes Alexander Madison is John Paulson. I like Madison this year as well. I respect John Paulson. I mean, if, if we're fading Dalvin, if you're like, no, no, Dalvin, he scares me. We we gotta go Aaron Jones. Okay, fine, Billy. Well then uh, what about Madison? Yeah. I like Madison as well. I think it's a little early for Jawan Johnson. I just saw Jawan Johnson go. 
He's been climbing, but I think that's early. Yeah, it's I don't like him that early. early. I mean, tight end premium or not. My God. It's part of like the reason why I'm I'm happy that we got these tight end premium rankings on the site. I, I had someone reach out and say, TJ Hawkinson in round two. It's like we have to understand the importance of the tight end position when we're in a tight end premium league, right? And and the value that they present to your team, especially ones that could potentially be the number one or the number two in target share on their team. And and I think that when you see a board for the first time in tight end premium, it's a little eye-opening for a lot of people because they're not used to seeing that many tight ends go that early. Todd from PA just went Gainwell. I, yeah, I knew he would. He knows, man. He's from Pennsylvania. He knows. He knows. <laughs> He's from Pennsylvania, dude. He's seen... <laughs> Nick Sirianni walking around with that Kenneth Gainwell t-shirt. He knows. He knows. All right. There's three names in here that I really like, and we're three picks away, so we're guaranteed one of them. Yeah, so I'm putting uh, uh, one in the queue, two in the queue. I like the first two we have in the queue. Yep, I do too. The but third one, don't the third forget, one have... we, we, need to, we need to go in hard and at least take two dart throws on rookie running backs. Eh, I want to make sure we do that. That's one of the important things. I mean, when you're dealing with a co-owner in this case, they have certain sensibilities. You can get an incredible, just a mountain of upside. You can by hitting on a day two running back that ends up. This is a starter for like 12 weeks. Look at Tyler Algier last year. Look how late he was going. Huge. Oh, Madison went I told you he's listening. The Bond King. Yeah, the Bond King is listening in. That's for sure. Freaking sniper. I don't care. I, I like the guy we're about to pick. Okay. You want you want you want Gibby? Oh, Antonio Gibson. Love that. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yep, I like it here. He's in his prime. I mean, he's like 25 years old. He's a two 10 touchdown seasons. He's their best receiver. There's no JD McKissick. Remember the argument is oh JD McKissick. Well, JD McKissick's like his career's over. Yeah, I, you look, I remember when I was doing projections with Dario and it was like January. I put the note in there and I said, may not ever play again. Neck injury. See Chris Carson, see, see Wilson from Giants. And then like a month and a half later, it was announced that he was cut and yeah. careers in jeopardy. It's, it's unfortunate. Wilson, David Wilson. That was who it was. Yep. David Wilson. Wow. Good. Great. Great pull. Yeah, there, there's a there's a bunch of guys that I, I like. Even uh, running back. Oh God, look at these rookie running backs. There's a bunch of rookie running backs I like. Higby was the other one I was considering there. Uh, you look at. I know he's not the sexiest pick, but there might be some some really, really reduced distribution of targets in this offense. Allen Robinson might be gone. Right, Cups coming back. Higby might be the number be the clear cut number two in this offense. Well. I can I put a tight end in the queue that I like? Yeah, do it. Throw them in there. I'll put a couple in there that I like. Okay, I like the one you added. I threw another one in there too. So looking at ADP, it appears that the public believes that it's clearly Mike Gusecki's job now in New England and Hunter Henry's irrelevant. Irrelevant's a strong word, but I have it projected as Gusecki's the one and Henry's the two. Interesting. Okay. Jusecki is just uber athletic, right? And I, I think he's been severely underutilized in his career in Miami. When, when he came out of college, I mean, he hit 
all of the metrics and he was he was impressive and they just failed to utilize his talents accordingly inside Miami. I have right now I have Jacecki as tight end 17 in my rankings and I have Hunter Henry as 23. Okay. So 4.5 million dollars for Gasecki. Okay. Hunter Henry was paid 25 million guaranteed yeah, when he so signed. Yeah, Jacecki just went. You want to go Trey McBride? I love McBride here. Yeah, let's take McBride's McBride. the man. McBride was the best tight end in his class last year. He was drafted ahead of Dulcich. I know you like Dulcich, and Dulcich certainly would have been the pick had he been available. He's going five rounds earlier. But I mean, Zach Ertz is recovering from an ACL tear in his 30s. And DeAndre Hopkins is linked to the Buffalo Bills. So we could have a massive target vacuum. Yep, 22.5%. Is what and an, an, and an unknown in terms of when, when Zach Ertz is coming back. And we have a tight end with draft capital, checks the boxes. Cody loves him, loves the tape. And he was a, he was a big-time producer in college. And then he finally closed it out last season by having some productive weeks. He did. That was important that he at least have one productive, at least give us one, and he did, productive NFL week. So he, to me, he has enough of the signal that I'm, I'm, I'm willing to push the button. And I feel good now. Now we can just go two straight-up sleeper tight ends in addition exactly. to the two guys we have. Yeah, I feel, I'm feeling pretty good about the time position now. I feel like we cleaned up pretty nicely. Uh, there's a few more names that are in the queue. Uh, I don't want to mention the running backs name in there, but no, we cannot true. mention these running backs because it's time to start looking at the types of running backs that I have a sensibility for. Yeah. And I'm putting them in the queue. There's three that are all of them could be big time playmakers this year and league winners. So I, I, I have, I'm stacking them up. This is the time. Now is the time. It's going to be the 13th round when we can start drafting these guys. But if you believe that we can wait a more, uh, because of your experience, you've done a lot more drafts than I have this year. If you're fine waiting and you want to go to receiver, you want to go to tight end again, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. This is where I believe in being fluid in a draft room. Right. Is, is, is really critical because um, you have to be, have a pretty good understanding of what everyone else in the draft room is doing. You have to be okay kind of pivoting and going a different direction. We know the two areas that we need to really focus on. It gives us a lot of different angles of attack here, and it's going to really come down to how this board falls in the next you know, couple picks and then coming back as well. I don't want Todd. Oh, Todd just took Roshan Johnson stabbing me in the heart. <laughs> He's listening. You got to be careful. Todd, be careful. That, that was really yeah, hard for me to digest. The Bond King, you're not going to know what we're thinking, Bond King. Don't even try. <laughs> Don't even try. Let the clock run if you want. We're not going to say shit, Bond King. The, the running back that you have, number two in the queue, behind the receiver, we can wait on. Uh, he goes another round and a half or so. I um, say we take the top of our queue. I like that. It, it, I it, like the top of our queue very much. It would guys. be a stack and a hedge on what is shaping up to be an underrated offense this year. 
Yep, I like it. And I know you don't like number five in the queue, but running back 47 off the board, it's hard to argue with right now, honestly. Well, I'm happy. I love taking undervalued assets like that. Bond King's milking the entire clock, thinking he's going to guess what we were going to do, and he couldn't guess. He ended up with Elijah Mitchell. That's not who we were talking about. Woof. Woof. (laughs) Right now, in best ball, Elijah Mitchell is cool. Like, Elijah Mitchell is going to have weeks. You just don't know what weeks those are going to be. I kind of want to go number five in our queue, just because we need the position. We don't need to rely on him on a week-to-week basis. He's going to fall in the end zone on whatever team he lands on. Doesn't he want to go to Buffalo and Philadelphia? And it's a possibility it happens that he lands in one of these high-performance offenses. I think we take the gamble. It's beyond a possibility. I mean, if if you like touchdowns, like this is why we like David Montgomery, it's not a big difference between what David Montgomery is right now at this point in his career and Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, I think Elliott's a lot more, in the words of Theo, dusted compared to David Montgomery. But I do think that he's going to fall in the end zone enough to be Got him. No, but yes, I'm not crazy about it. Running back 48 more explosiveness than David Montgomery going into it, though. Yes, Zeke is way dustier, but he also was coming from a place where he was way more explosive early in his career. Yeah, I in the chat. Todd says that it's possibility gets no team too. I don't think that's a possibility. There's no way that no team signs Zeke Elliott. Someone's going to need a goal line bruiser. Someone's going to need a a plotter on one and two downs. Wait, he will what, get a what, role. What, what is the precedent for that? What is the precedent for a running back that has a couple of years left that has a tremendous brand equity? It's available for a very inexpensive contract and wants to play football. What is the precedent for that guy not playing? Yeah, I mean Jordan Howard for Cranet Loud had contracts towards. Yeah, you know, what are you I, talking I mean, about? I mean, he's, Garrett he's, Blunt he's, had he's contracts. Many many years past any concerns with his behavior that would reflect poorly on a team that that would that's years in the past remember the parade float incident Mm -hmm. so i forgot about that all right number one number two and three all good options inside the queue uh we have seven more picks left in the draft the only issue with that pick was I don't think the running backs we want are going to make it to round 15, though they might actually, they may, I think they will. I think that, I think we can, we can, we can try, we can try and see. I mean, we've got Todd from PA who knows rookie running backs are the key to victory. The team we wanted, I mean, the player we wanted was Rondell Moore. Just so everybody knows the player we wanted was Rondell Moore. We're trying to talk about him without talking about him. <laughs> incredible best ball player you just he can take any screen pass to the house you know four three wheels can break tackles at some point some coach is going to try to give it to this guy deep even though they they claim that he has weak hands his hands get shaky deep it's not like marquise brown has great hands either but it's a best ball receiver that's what rondale moore is especially in that offense, you know, pre Kyler Murray, but in the second half, that's when it's going to be nice to have Rondell Moore. So I was building this model on like finding value inside drafts. Right. And it was, I was using the, um, that analysis tool over at player profiler. And I, I'd set the different criterias 
Um, and I went through and there was three names. There's actually six names, but three names that really popped off the page to me that finished outside the top 15th the wide receiver position, but hit on four or five of five of every metric that the top 15 receivers hit. And those three mm-hmm. names were Rondell Moore, Drake London, and Deontay Johnson. Woo! And I want all those guys. Yeah. It's, you look at it, you know, at, athletic guys that are able to get yards at the catch, you know, command target shares, uh, air yards, right? Between, between Deontay Johnson and London primarily. Um, but there's, there's definitely those three guys were like popped off the page on this model. And I've been targeting the shit out of them in drafts. <laughs> hey, oh my God, he went. Stop it. No, he did one pick before us. Wait, Tajay Spears is gone. He just went. I thought we were going to get him. Oh no. What do we do? <laughs> This is um, tilting. This is a tilting I, situation. I just added the, the other guy. I think we we this is where we I said we, we have to be able to pivot, right? Yeah. I think I think we pivot to Isaiah Likely. Uh, Isaiah or Jake Ferguson. Uh, I'm not That's crazy. the stack. Yeah, I'm not crazy about uh, okay. Let's go Ferguson. We can go the stack. Okay, I'm fine with it. I don't I don't own much Ferguson, so this will be a good portfolio diverse diversification. They're they I mean they they have the, the same exact ADP. Yeah, let's do it. We can. Dig I just think we go Ferguson. Ferguson. Yeah, it makes sense to the team. You're right. We got. We got. Yeah, Dak I think Prescott. we go Ferguson. This is why, by the way, having a co-owner is so nice. Yeah, you're a stud, right? And you're gonna always draft a great team. Thank but you. But once in a while, someone might point something out and be like, "Oh yeah, that's a good point." Hmm. Yeah. No. Definitely. And you know, I get tunnel vision. I look at players and I see, and that's one of my faults with drafting. And I know this. I get tunnel vision sometimes, and I look at players that I like. And I'll continuously take them in late rounds, right? And that's how I ended up with like forty-five percent Rashad Penny one year, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> yes, I get it. Now, there's, there's plenty of guys. There's plenty of these these running backs. How many running backs should we be drafting? Is the question. It depends on our team. Our team right now, with Aaron Jones being our one, Rashad White being our two, Gibson our three, and Zeke our four, we're probably going to need six. Okay, we need six. So I, I, my vote is, and let us know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. Is this right? Do you agree that with, with running back five and six, they should be rookies? I think one of them should be. To maximize Maybe. upside. We already have a Zeke. We have yeah. every other. We have a second-year guy in Rashad White that's about to become a, a bell cow. We've got a, a an underrated sort of uh, disgruntled bell cow in antonio gibson we have a former bell cow we have a wannabe bell cow who's never really going to be a bell cow and aaron jones all these guys that are veterans let's get some youth man let's inject some youth and some major major upside with these rookies uh, there's yeah. at least a couple there's that a couple. i think could really could could really move the needle there's there's a couple i really like in here as well and we have one of the names inside there that I like. I will add one more that is very interesting. I'm not saying we have to draft him in the next round, but I think he's very interesting. He's a black box prospect. He hasn't had his pro day yet. We'll talk about him in a little bit. 
there's some interesting players in here. There's also some guys that just, you know, they're they're the clear so, number twos too I'm right so now. So glad that you added that name. Yeah, that's that's one I've been actually tar- hyper targeting late. Yeah, I think we can wait around on him, but mm-hmm. I mean, I love. I mean, if you love the the allure of the unknown and the upside of the rookies at the running back position at this point in the draft, what about a running back that hasn't even worked out yet? That's even better. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Right. But what a wide receiver. I mean, we were going to go Rondale Moore. We didn't go Rondale Moore. We're very strong at receiver. Spoiler alert. We have the receiver position covered. We're we're going to need a couple more because we're going to fill out the roster. Yeah. We're going to need probably one more tight end. We're going to need a couple running backs. We're going to need at least another another one or two receivers. So we have uh, five picks left, right? Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. So we we, we definitely have, again, we can get, if we're fluid here, we're going to be able to, find some good value i want the player on top of our queue here i'm fine with that yeah okay i want that to happen because i'm sick of getting sniped on rookies (laughs) sick and tired being sick and tired billy then we have a i'm gonna put a spears one hurt the most right right before (laughs) it was very painful there's a, a sneaky stack guy that i think has hidden upside for round 16 Mm Hmm. And then I have a bunch of other receivers that I think have interesting, interesting profiles. And there is one player, and I'm just going to tell you, we're not drafting, even though you might want to, because I know you like him. This particular show, with me as a co-host, will not be selecting any Romeo Dobbs. I'm just letting you know that. Yes. <laughs> Thankfully. Oh, Lord. We got him. Oh, no. I misclicked him. We got Romeo. I clicked Romeo. What? <laughs> what? What? No. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller could easily, easily leap, what, five rounds in best ball. I thought you were gonna log off if you thought it was Romeo. I'm oh, out of here. That would have been, that would have been if we that would have been us getting sniped by ourselves. <laughs> that would have been bad, man. That would oh, bad. There's no way Miller makes it back around. No way. No, I don't think Miller makes it back either. No, 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 no. <laughs> so yeah, there is a whole conversation about a particular wide receiver core that has not been drafted yet. Not a single player from this receiver core has been selected yet. I really want to talk about this particular receiving core. I think there's upside there. But I don't even want to give anyone a whiff of what we're talking about, even though they probably can already figure it out. Yeah, it's a pricketim, isn't it? It's interesting. And there's also, there is a receiver. I'm going to put him in the queue. It's a rookie receiver. There's one rookie receiver I'm very interested in. I'm going to put him in the queue and just sort of leave him there. I like Um, him. I'm not crazy about him, but I like him. And uh, did just I, I'm not saying draft them. I'm just saying these are just food for thought type dudes. Planting the seed, planting I'm the planting seed. seeds in the queue. I like it. It's really too bad that people are sniping us based on what we're talking about. <laughs> really is it really is a it really is a bummer. This, this is why I've learned now with these you record them and then you load them. What about rookie tight ends? I stay away from them. Okay, so a Luke Musgrave, a Darnell Washington, no way, right? 
late around 1920, uh, but the, you know, the guys you mentioned just aren't going that late. The problem is with these guys, some of them might land in a really good situation, but we're going to see, we're never going to see a full snap share because they're learning blocking assignments. They're learning routes. They will never see a full amount of, of, of snaps right out the gate. And they'll have to build up to it. And if we're lucky second half of the season, they'll start to be able to kind of operate in both fashions. But usually we, that's why we know tight ends are such late blossomers is because it's one of the hardest positions in the NFL to learn. And so that's why I'm usually fading rookie tight ends. And unless I can get a really good deal. It's hard to learn because they have to learn all the blocking assignments and you got to learn, Hey, we finally got a Carolina Panther receiver drafted Adam Thielen loser game show sound. There you so, go. uh, you have to learn all the blocking assignments for run blocking and pass blocking when you have to stay in when there's a blitz. And then you also have to learn all the routes for the receivers. So you got to spend time with the receivers. You got to spend time with the offensive linemen. And there's just not enough time in the day to learn it all. Nope, not at all. Okay. There was DJ Chark. So that round so 16. So I wanted Chark, man. I, I did too. I had him Chark. to kill. That's round 16. We can call it the Panther round. What about Terrace Marshall? Um, now I think he's number three on that depth chart, honestly. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about the volume. I'd rather number three inside of RQ. I, I like Paris Campbell here. Okay. I, that's exactly who it is. So I like Paris Campbell. I, this is a guy last year and just a, one of the worst offenses in the league had double digit target weeks runs a four, three. Why he didn't get paid in free agency, I do not know. I don't know why no money was allocated to receivers this year. Something weird happened. You just can't stay healthy. That's what it is. But when I he's healthy, he's on the there, field. There, there's, it's a weird perception that the league has about Paris Campbell that he can't stay healthy. He's healthy last year. That is his first time, though. I mean, these guys can't win. When they're healthy, they're injury prone. When they're injured, they're injury prone. When they're injury prone, they're injury prone. I mean, it's just like he's got to put together six seasons at this point. You look at, so prior to last year, he played all 17 games last season. Prior to that, he had only played in 15 games in three years combined. DJ Chark would have been the pick. Yeah, I agree. He he's a little more versatile. He offers the more air yards. Like he's just used further downfield, and that's if all else equal, that's what I want. But it's interesting that this this Giants offense is is getting better, and the only receiver that you could technically say is this guy's definitely better is Waller. He's a tight end, so it's mm-hmm. Waller, Hodgins, and and Campbell. You, you're betting on the target share being, you know, probably better than Chark's target share. So more targets than Chark, a better offense than Chark. And that, that this guy can break tackles and he, and, he, and he can leverage the yak ability. Yeah, Campbell had 92 targets last year. They're going to give him yeah, he had 92 targets and they're going to give him some carries. They're going to give him some jet sweeps on, on the five yard line. There's going to be some creativity to get him the ball and he's going to score some touchdowns from that. He's interesting. Again, I don't know why. And at this point, it doesn't matter. It's round 16. I don't know why the hell they didn't pay him. Don't care. doesn't matter but he would be why the contract is why there's certain players you just can't invest too heavily in or with early capital because you're like this guy didn't 
didn't command any money from NFL teams. It's like, oh, Rashad Penny's on the Eagles. Yeah, for like $700,000. Like, don't get too far out over your skis on guys making 700K. I know you like Rashad Penny, though. But the contract, you were like, wait, this, I can't. I can't invest serious capital in that a guy with that contract, right? It was such a friendly contract, though. And if you think about it, it's wise because he, again, hasn't been able to stay healthy. Number two, when he has been on the field, in my opinion, he's been one of the best running backs in the league. He's averaging you know, six yards per carry. He's been explosive. Now he's behind one of the best offensive lines in football. This is a perfect marriage, in my opinion, because they don't need to give him the rock 200 times a year. They have Gainwell still. They have Scott. They mix all three backs, and they don't need to rely on him as this bell cow bow. He's making less than back. Scott. Doesn't matter. It, he, it's, it definitely is a bit of a concern in terms of maybe their commitment to him. But if he produces, I don't care what the money is. If he produces, he's going to produce. Where did he go he, in this draft? He's probably like RB20-something. Let me see. Yeah, so he went. There you go. Round eight. Round after eight Rashad White. Okay, I would rather have Rashad Penny than Zach Charbonnet. I, w- I would too. Okay, that's where he should go. Where he went is where he should go. After just as long as it's after Rashad White, who are we picking here? Uh, I like number one of the queue, but I don't know if you see the same number one because I moved him. Is is number one of the queue a tight end for you? Yeah, but I still think we should go number two in the queue. We can go two as well because there's still some other options at that position that I like. Yeah, I okay. think we I think we wrap up the running back position. I think this is there there's after this guy, the upside really starts to to fall off. Okay. We we I, I'm fine taking him here here. Let's lock it in. Israel Abanaconda. My Abaconda ain't got none. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> Abanaconda don't want none unless you got buns, huh? <laughs> Yeah, we did it, dude. We got <laughs> our two rookie co- running backs to close it out, close out the running back position. So that gives us six backs. We got Aaron Jones, Rashad White, Gibson, our Dusty Zeke. So we got a balance of youth and age here. And then we get Kendra Miller and Israel Abanaconda. So that gives us our, our six running backs. We have two quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. We have three tight ends right now, so we have some flexibility with the fourth. And we have CeeDee Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, Chris Olave, Chris Godwin, team of Chris is here, Deontay Johnson wow, as our fifth receiver, Paris Campbell as our sixth. So we probably need to address the receiver position still, and we probably need to address probably one more tight end, although I don't think we have to, but it would still probably be nice with the set of three that we have. I think we need a tight end. Yeah, I, th- I think we need to tie in too. Yeah, but if and, if it if the board just didn't fall that way, I'm not going to force it. Is what I'm trying to say. Right, that's fine. How many receivers should we be drafting? So we have six right now, but the the five that we have ahead of Paris Campbell are. I mean, let's put Deontay Johnson is our wide receiver five. He's inside. Mm-hmm my top 33 in receiver positions. We have three of my top 33 receivers. So we could, we could pass on receiver this next round. We could take it the round after or even around 20 and be fine. I think we could stop at seven. 
Uh, I, I probably would like to get eight here unless, you yeah. know, a quarterback that I like falls a little bit. And then we could go three quarterbacks without investing any capital into it. So we have some flexibility here. We could take a third quarterback. We could take a fourth tight end. Mm. We could close it out with one at each position. Um, I, I want to see how the board falls because I don't think we need to force a third quarterback. And I don't think we need to force a fourth tight end. But it's going to be nice to have both. I want at least one rookie receiver, too, for upside. Okay. Can we count Campbell since he's only played like 20 games? <laughs> But I, I love the tight end you have in the queue. Yeah, I too. think that's a no-brainer. I love what we're doing with Chig and, and, and just p- taking athletic tight ends on bad teams. Yeah, so those listening, that's moves. Zach Ertz. So make sure you take Zach Ertz, everybody we're listening. Yeah, that's Zach. Yeah, that's Zach Ertz, exactly. Yep, yeah, Zach Ertz. Perfect, there he goes. Now we're, now we're screwed. Take um, Zach Ertz. Team Lamborghini literally just took Zach Ertz <laughs> on cue. Team Lamborghini. <laughs> And then there's plenty of tight of uh, rookie wide receivers that I like. Yep. For the next round or two, I'm not drafting Booty, just so you know. So don't ever don't add him. We're not drafting Kayshawn Booty. No, his name's Booty. He probably plays like it too. Okay, when we're not playing. We're, uh, then Marvin Mims. Oh I, shit! No, that's next round. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no, I didn't say that. No, no, I said someone else. No, no, no. It was. Uh, you said you said you said. You said Marvin Stims. Yeah, yeah he's late. Stims, he's like round twenty. Uh, uh, Stingley Worth. Yes, uh, that's he's what like I meant 20. to say. He's a he's an obscure rookie. <laughs> you, could, you should look him up though. He's good. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> no, I meant Mingo, Jonathan Mingo. That's who I meant. Yeah, 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 Mingo. Yeah, I didn't. That's what. Yeah, can't believe I can't believe I didn't say Mingo's name right. Apologies. I, oh my God, he went. Okay, no, he all didn't. right. Yes, yes, he did. We auto drafted it. It was an auto pick, so it took the top of the. It took the top of the. Oh my god, that's even worse. Oh god, our tight end's gone. Oh no, okay. that's really tight bad, actually. Well, this is why I say we got to stay flexible. So now we can take Mims because it was I wanted Jelani, but Jelani went. Um, Jelani. So, so now we can take your rookie receiver. We can take Marvin Mims here. Um, yeah, so we get we Marvin our, Mims. Now we have a rookie receiver out of the way. Like I said. Again, we got to be fluid with the draft board, right? We we don't want to force a tight end here. So Woods went, we, we pivot, we take Mims. Well, I know who I want now, though, in the next round. Yeah, I, he's number one in the queue. He is now. Yeah. There's also another one late, too. I, I see just, another one in the queue. I see a guy. I like both the guys. I think we have two tight ends in the queue now and i'm a fan of both of them yeah i like the one at number one i like the upside of number one i I think there's a there's a high floor option yeah with number two i think they're both good i think they're the two clear picks at tight end here i don't i don't think there's any question i'm not going rookie tight end here no way and by the way i see foster moreau in there do you see what happened with foster moreau yeah, that's sad. I mean, that's twice now the Saints have caught like a major life-threatening illness for players that have come in for checkups. But he caught it, though. Yeah, it's right? amazing. Like, you're you're it. going through this process of getting these physicals, and a team just happens to run the right blood work or different blood work that another team might run or whatever, and they, and they catch it. So it's a blessing in some way. It's a blessing, yeah. and it's, it's, it's really bad luck at the same time. Yeah, it's awesome that they caught it and they're able to, you know, get him 
treatment. But, you know, hats off to the Saints now because I forget who the other player was, but it's it's been two players as of recent that have been, you know, helped because of their, their process. All right, so I'm taking uh, Booty out of here. Okay. Get that booty out of here. There's two rookie receivers I like for round 20, and I like him for very different reasons. Okay, one I like you. because I think he's going to get draft capital. Oh, my God, I'm so glad that we click, we click the same guy because when I click one, it adds your cue in there, too. Okay, it's number three. Number two now. Did you add him or did I add him? Draft Sharks just took one of our tight ends we were looking for. Oh, no. That's okay. Oh, no. If we don't get our, if we don't get our fourth tight end, that's going to be the devastating moment of the draft. Like I said, we don't want to force it. I mean, we have... What do you mean force it? We need a fourth tight end. There goes, there goes our other tight end option, too. It was Albert. Oh, okay. shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, man. We, the, that was a bad pick. The Mims pick was a bad pick, dude. Uh, Mims strategically game theory wise we should have known that we could have waited we have a bunch of rookie wide receivers we like they're going to probably make it throughout the whole draft maybe not even get drafted and to and we we should have just gone hammer down on and, and covered our ass at, at tight end yeah oh, man I'm, I'm looking deep now there's there's um there's one other one there's two actually that i think are are actually worth adding we don't have to take them right away. I threw I threw one's name in there right now, just so you can. If you click, if you add any one of the queue, you'll be able to see him. I do think though that it, it at this point, no, at this point, I really, oh yeah, you're. Oh my god, you're right about that. It's gonna be just a pure target share piece, is what it is for the, what's left in, inside the pool. I know we. The thing is, never say never. Never say never about rookie tight ends. Yeah, there is one very high quality rookie tight end left. Mm-hmm. He is there's a chance he really does perform very well. And, and like we talked about end of the draft, end of these best ball drafts, the way to get leverage is to draft rookies. So maybe we just go with the guy at number four. Maybe we just say, hey, this is not a hard and fast rule. This guy's he's falling. Right. He's a value at this point based on ADP. He could go early second round a bunch of tight ends last year caught a bunch of touchdowns if you remember as rookies yeah nothing meaningful really i mean i I guess they performed well chigo did well um okay i i'll i'll eat crow i think we go i think we go with this guy i I think i I sniped you shut the fuck up I'm actually so happy he did that. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't want. I didn't want him. I didn't want him. <laughs> what about Dan Bellinger? Dan Bell. What if they? What if they end playing up playing behind. Darren Waller at wide receiver? No, honestly, I think we take. I think we take a third quarterback here. We have a stack with it. I don't love it, but we get a third quarterback. We're not forcing it. We have no draft capital to it. Round nineteen, and a stacks with Chris Godwin. It's not sexy, but it gives so we're us. We're going to stay at three tight ends. You think the tight ends we have are good enough? Well, let's no, recap. I think, I think on the way back we pick either a tight end or a receiver, and we don't we don't need to force it. We don't need another receiver. We have a stacked receiving core. Okay, go ahead. Take the quarterback. Let's, let's go with the stack. And we I'm not just crazy drafted about Baker it. fucking Mayfield. We did. 
We just drafted. We're a team of two dudes that just drafted Baker fucking Mayfield. And then he was drafted between (laughs) Musgrave and Laporta, two rookie tight ends. That's right. God fucking damn it. (laughs) I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, I can't either. We just drafted Baker in round 19. But it kind of made sense for the team. We we didn't need a third quarterback. It's nice to have. Uh, we have a stack with it. Oh. I'm I'm making up excuses now, but we have it. It's I just didn't want to take a rookie tight end there. I just after Musgrave went, I just didn't. I didn't really want Musgrave, honestly. I would have rather have taken a gamble on like oh. Curtis Samuel or or Josh Kelly even. What about the possibility that Darren Waller is is used out wide and that Dan Bellinger actually does get a significant uh, or at least a reasonable target share? Second year athletic tight end. I I liked Bellinger last year, but even when he was the only one on the field, he just didn't command the targets, right? And they went out and they re-signed all the the scrub receivers on top of it. There's just, there's, they don't, I just don't think there's a a place for him to succeed outside Waller getting hurt. I can't believe we did this to ourselves. I can't. That was such a luxury pick. It was a luxury pick that we that we went with Mims, our favorite rookie. When we also like Rashi Rice, we also like Trey Palmer. Could have gone with any of those guys and just let Alberto fall into enemy hands. Yeah, that was <sighs> that's, that's prior that's prior one fuck up of the draft. That was a that was a. Two guys, listen, two sharp minds who yeah, are on it, we're paying attention. We were on camera doing this and, and we're screwing up. We make mistakes. Do make mistakes. I, I think, I think, I think we take the either three or four. I kind of like four. Okay. My, our let, fourth let tight end. The, let's just talk about it. But if these guys want to snipe these guys, they can go ahead. John Smith is interesting to me. John Smith is interesting. I'm pulling up the um, because projections. he is he is going to be the inline tight end. He's going to be getting touchdowns. They don't have a number two receiver of consequence. They posted up pits on the outside for a so significant I snap share, lining up as a receiver. I haven't projected for 40 targets. Um, one touchdown. There's upside in the event of a Pitts injury, but also that he's going to see the field a lot more than I think that you might say, oh, well, he's going to a place with Pitts. Like he's he's buried. He's not actually buried because Pitts operates more as a they receiver. Don't throw to and, and, and Smith has proven that he can actually produce in a way that Dan Bellinger has not. And I'm he's sorry, a- but O.J. Howard is so dusty. He is dusty. He's so dusty. But he's looking at the depth chart for the Raiders, right? Hold the depth chart over at the site. I don't see anyone else besides OJ Howard. Exactly. Awesome Rose gone. Um I'm looking at I'm pulling up the projection now. So oh they I forgot they they got Austin Hooper too. I forgot about that. John Smith. John Smith. Yeah, I forgot about I forgot about Austin Hooper. Let's let's lock in. 21 seconds left. Okay, I'm going to take it down to the wire. No, I'm just kidding. Let's go John Smith. Okay. I like the John Smith pick. I forgot Let's about go. Austin Hooper. I like the John No, I think I'm I John Smith is interesting. He can play H back. 
he can be out there in a lot of different formations. And I think one touchdown is low. I think that he can be in a lot. Yeah. He's in situations where he, he could, he could be at fullback and then it's a play action pass to him in the flat for a touchdown. And you know, Arthur Smith is dumb enough to do it. Oh yeah. There's so many different ways that he can score, say four or five <laughs> touchdowns, even with <laughs> Kyle Pitts fully healthy. Then you also have that rip cord where something happens to Pitts. Yep. Just not a lot of target competition there. It's Pitts, it's London, and then who is 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 Smith technically now the, the, the third best receiver they have after Corderell Patterson, maybe. So Corderell Patterson as a running back receiver. Okay. So he's the fourth best receiver they have. Yeah. So NFC South, Atlanta Falcons, projections wise, we have Drake London. Mac Hollins is there now. Um, who's gonna be the number two in the offense? Um they of course I'm not so hits. sure that Matt Collins is a better receiver than John o. Smith. Yeah, it just always finds a way to get the ball. I mean, look at last year when they had Devontae Adams in the field and they're throwing the ball like seven times to Matt Collins. It was a little mind-boggling, but they did it. Um look at there they goes OJ Howard. We were talking about him. He took him. He took oh, he took both tight ends talking about Alberto and and OJ Howard. Who is that? Damn him. The ballers. Damn All him. Right. Listen, there's a $6 million cap hit on John U. Smith. He's making a lot more money than an OJ Howard and a lot of these other tight ends we were looking at. His original contract. Yeah, it was massive. It was too big. Was 30 plus million guaranteed. Yeah, that's because New England just did stupid things and signed everyone. You get money and you get money and you get money that they overspent in all the wrong areas that year. Right, but now, now he's he's been traded, and the Falcons are like, yeah, we'll 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 pay a significant percentage of the salary that he has left next year. It's nine million dead cap. You now he's going to be a cut candidate because they're only going to owe him two and a half million. All right, let's run through this team. Let's talk about it real quick. So, round one, we get C.D. Lamb. Round two, we get Amon Ross St. Brown. Round three, we get Chris Olave. Round four, Chris Godwin. Round five, we get Aaron Jones. Round six, Dak Prescott, the stack with CeeDee Lamb. Round seven, wide receiver 37 off the board. We got Deontay Johnson. He went after George Pickens, which is absurd to me. Let's show the board. Okay, let's show the board. I'm going to, we'll, I'll hide our faces. Um, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver 37, like I said. Rashad White, we get an RB 28. And inside my rankings over... Uh, at player profiler in the FFPC specific rankings right now, I have Rashad White at 26. So we get a slight value versus our rankings. Chigo goes tight in 13. That's about where I have him ranked in our in our, our rankings. Russell Wilson, QB 16, a value compared to our rankings. Antonio Gibson goes off the board as running back 41. Um, I have him at 39 in the rankings, so another slight value there. And we would have gone Alexander Madison had he been there. Correct. Yeah, we had Madison in the queue, but Mr. Bond King wants to listen and snipe us. Get out of here, Bond King. Trey McBride we get as our second tight end uh, at tight end 19. Uh, we get the, the, the corpse of Ezekiel Elliott at running back 48 uh, as our running back number four. And then we take Jake Ferguson, tight end at, in Dallas, to stack with uh, Dak Prescott and Lamb. We get Kendra Miller as running back 56 for the rookie upside. Paris Campbell, we get as wide receiver 73 off the board. I love that value. Um, we get 
Israel Banaconda as running back 62. Another one of upside picks for Matt here. Marvin Mims as wide receiver 84. Uh, Baker Mayfield as our third quarterback in round 19 as quarterback 30. And then we get Jonu Smith as our fourth tight end at tight end 38. How do you feel about the team? I think it's great. I think we fucked up not getting uh, Alberto in the 18th round. I would have gone with another rookie receiver. I would have gone with Rashi Rice in the 19th round. You went Baker Mayfield. I loved how we problem solved at the very end and at least got a a tight end with some upside and and has a has has some weekly floor appeal because he's going to be on the field a lot this year in Jonu Smith. Mm-hmm. And I we we did the things we we set out to do, which was we were going to um, leverage the depth of the team, being able to draft 20 players to go in ahead and, and play late round tight end roulette. Mm-hmm. We're going to get late round rookie running backs to maximize upside. We're going to invest heavily at the wide receiver position early. It's full PPR. And yeah, just the the structure of where we drafted the quarterbacks, I absolutely love. Yeah, I love man. going quarterback and like round seven, round 10, and then around six, round 10 in our case, and being able to just stick to two. If we wanted to, we had the flexibility. Baker Mayfield falls into the 19th round, grab him, right? Fine. But <laughs> we didn't have to, right? We didn't, didn't have, have to. to. Russell Wilson was the line of demarcation for me. Um, if we didn't get Russell Wilson, we would have had to go with a third quarterback. Now, in hindsight, we could have waited. Yeah. Or we could have waited. Now that we know we could have, had we known we could have got Baker Mayfield in the 19th round, maybe we wait and grab Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Or Derek Carr or Stafford or something like that. Yeah. Well, Kenny Pickett's the stack with with Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Or Derek Carr with Alave or anybody else but Pickett. Derek Carr, right? Derek Carr with, with yeah, Derek Carr and Pickett were about the same time. Or so had we done that, had we done that, we could have got one of those rookie wide receivers, a Quinton Johnston or a Jordan Addison. That would have been very sexy. Whatever, though. <laughs> Whatever. Right? We, we Unfortunately, we, we let Theo down. We did not draft Tyler Algier. Yeah, you'll thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey. Billy, thanks for inviting me to uh, to jump in on with the Dominator with you and, and draft this team. It was really really cool. And shout out to the FFPC. Love yeah. this platform. Love playing here. Best ball format. I mean, the fact that they they had these things filling all the time, and we were able to you know impromptu draft the last minute and it filled. It was really cool. So uh, excited for uh, our partnership with the FFPC. Uh, as the as the as the year progresses, we'll have more and more of these drafts. And make sure that you uh, use code Underworld to get twenty five dollars off your first team at the FFPC. It might be a dynasty team, could be a best ball team, could be one of their main event teams. Twenty five dollars off. You're welcome. Yeah, such a great deal, uh, especially when you look at like the Superflex tournaments that are over there right now. You can join a thirty five dollar Superflex tournament. Use the twenty five dollar off your first team with code underworld and you can get into a super flex draft for $10. That to me, a no brainer in my opinion. And to all of you in the comments, 275 comments, we appreciate you. And if you believe that we screwed up any of these picks, let us know in the comments. 
That thing is freaking sweet. You gonna play the let's play the outro. Oh man, I, I missed the outro button. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> I like the outro button. Let's do it again. A bunch of tight ends last year caught a bunch of touchdowns. If you remember, as rookies. Yeah, nothing meaningful, really. I mean, I, I guess they Olsic got performed Olsic, well. Chigo did well. Um, okay, I, I'll I'll eat crow. I think we go. I think we go with this guy. I, I think I. Nice nah, sniped you. Shut the fuck up! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what? We got we him. him back. We got him, baby. We got him. Oh, that's big. Risk it for the biscuit. Cow? We get an all-purpose bell cow in the eighth round. Let's go. Be sure to subscribe and activate those alerts so you get notified as soon as new videos drop. And be sure to check out playerprofiler.com. We have all the tools for you to dominate every type of fantasy league. We have a draft kit, Dynasty Deluxe, Data Analysis, DFS Dominator, and don't forget the player rankings to rule them all.